Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, Pop Culture Pros proudly brings to you the Four Quarter Show, starring Mellow and Align. For everyone tuning in for the first time, I am your hostess with the mostest, aka Mr. Swiss Roll, the main event, the showstopper, and now the two-time half-time champion of the world. And as always, I am joined by, you know, the Scotty Pippen to my Michael Jordan, the A-Rod to my Derek Jeter, Align. Um, I know you never refer yourself as Michael Jordan. We all I am know, Michael Jordan. We all know who that is. But you see what's unfair? I've always considered us, you know, like a LeBron doing weight type of team. But I like I like how you, you know, you wanna do things like that. But it's okay, it's okay, no problem. You make it sound I, like Scotty's a bad player. Like I called you Luke Longley. I did lose this week. I'm sorry, I let everybody down. And I did all those challenges that you two decided to take us out because <laughs> it was too intensive an episode. But this is our four quarter Halloween episode. And like my co-host mentioned, I am his A-Rod to his Derek Jeter. So here we go. Repping New York. Voted to. Boom. Swaggy right there, New York. And this is our costume for today. We were trying to do the uh, Jose Canseco, Mark McGuire, but to find some Oakland A's gear here in Miami was rough. That's uh, next year. Next year, we will definitely be the Bash Brothers, the Roy Brothers. By that time, Jack, well, I'll be Jack. He'll be still. (laughs) So for everyone tuning in for the first time, or if you've been here before, this is the four quarter show. I'm going to take over from a line. He's going to be sending things out. I already posted on Facebook, by the way. We're live on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. You're going to take over what from a line? I'm sorry. Oh, describing what the show is. You're not going to do that. Okay, go because right on that's ahead, what right? I do. But before I describe what the show is, I need to make sure I give <coughs> the champion what he's been wanting for for like four or five weeks now. That's right. I got my other nickname is coming alive today, and that is none other than Mimosa Pappy. So I got him the champagne. For winners. Celebrating two times, baby. And some orange juice. So I'm going to hand it off so you can pop his bottle right now. And you can oh, wait. And I know people can't see this because, you know, I'm blocking it. What? Ooh, look at that beauty right there. It's right where it belongs. It's home. You know what? Here we go. Like he's dropping things. He can't, he can't. He doesn't know what to do anymore. This is crazy. Ah, I'm just so excited for being the first ever two-time champion of halftime of the world. Yes, this never gets old. And I've already defended the title. And I'm not going to lose it. It's staying around my waist or my shoulder, whichever one it could handle. But with that, I guess, you know what, we'll... Okay, with that being said, I hope he pops his champagne bottle because I am getting a little thirsty and parched. So, and this is what now, I do. This is let's describe the show. what four quarters is. 
four quarters is a debate show where me and my co-host Melo we debate sports for four quarters each quarter is 10 to 12 minutes long sometimes 15 minutes on a on a really good debate day uh we also have a halftime and an overtime on halftime we decide to make bets or wagers for the next week and decide what that person wants from the loser and we always have an old time an ot ot but mellow tell them what's going to happen today for ot so there will be no overtime on today's four quarter show and that is because at 8 30 we're going to do an overtime special four quarters where we are going to crown the greatest horror slash Halloween movie of all time. We got a 64 movie bracket. We're going to put that together. And we're also going to have another costume change. Hopefully you guys like it. It's going to be a little bit more to the theme. And like this one, sports related, sports show, horror movie, horror costumes. So you want to definitely stay tuned for that at 830. We're doing the overtime special crowning the four quarters best horror slash halloween movie of all time thank you for that that is four quarters and i cannot wait for later on tonight when we do that bunch of surprises for everyone hopefully everybody can tune in and i guess Melo is not used to winning or popping champagne because look at this man i usually have my corks already popped for me but wait, wait i want to do this for i want everyone here to hear go. this here we go look at this it's guy. the sound of what champions here Ooh. right that's what everyone loves to hear when you're a winner like Melo. yeah this guy bothers me i can't believe it. i'm sorry i let everybody down i lost this this really bothers me but Next week's another week. I'm going to come back with a vengeance, and I cannot wait to get my title back. All right, where are our lovely cups this evening? So, Melo, it's the same usual colors. Do you want blue? Do you want green or orange? I will stick with the blue. The blue's been good to me lately. Thank you, sir. Oh, that nice marlin blue. I'll what take green today. I'll serve you first. Thank you. I appreciate that, Melo. But yes, we got to get started because we got to get ready for, uh, you know, for the next episode that we have later on tonight for the special OT. Melo's first time making a drink in a long time. It's been a minute since I had to make a drink, especially a mimosa, since, you know, I haven't uh, been out to brunch in a minute either. But yes, while he does that, let's set up what the first quarter is going to be. Today's first quarter is going to be some NFL talk. So let me set up the clock. Today we are going to have 10 minute quarters. I am going to put it on and go. First, NFL talk AB. Some big news regarding the Buccaneers here in Florida. AB just signed to the Buccaneers to play with Tom Brady. The suspension gets lifted after eight weeks. Usually a player should be on a team while he's suspended. Melo, explain what's going on here. The league has given AB that last and final chance. And I feel like Tom Brady had to have some pull in here because there's no, he was a toxic. Like he was almost like Colin Kaepernick bad, except Kaepernick didn't do this. He wasn't as crazy as AB has been. So I'm, Tom Brady has to have put his hands in someone's cookie jar to be able to pull AB off. Listen, I think AB going to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers is the best thing that I have seen in the while in this league. That is amazing. It takes the GOAT, Tom Brady, to make this happen. I mean, come on. The firepower that this team is going to have now. Oh, let's do a cheers. 
Here you go to my co-host. He interrupts me, but you know, for some for mimosa. Mimosa oh, Pappy, baby. Champ. Boom. BS as I was interrupted, of course. Uh, I will say A B going to the team is amazing. And Tom Brizzle is gonna take advantage of this. I'm just surprised that A B wasn't even on a team during his suspension. Now, besides that, do you feel AB should have given the chance to be on the team? Even though he has two sexual harassment cases pending and he has a battery case here pending. What do you think? Allegations, by the way. This yeah, is all it. allegations, of course. I just think the way he's left Oakland, what happened with the allegations, like there's just way too much going on with this guy that luckily for the Tampa Bay Bucks, they're one of those teams that can take a risk because they already have a stacked team. They already have Chris Godwin, Mike Evans, Gronk. You have a million different running backs. Where if AB happens to, you know, not have to get suspended again or can't join the team or something happens, it's not going to hurt him as much if, you know, I don't know, let's say a Miami Dolphins get him or the Bills get him and then they lose that piece and it's, it'll hurt them in the playoffs where the Bucks. If they lose AB, they don't. With AB, though, they become Super Bowl contenders. Well, they were already work, but they become a more of a favorite now. Man, I need to take those shades off. But yes, Melo, they do. I mean, I feel they were always contenders anyways. I'm already surprised about this. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers are going to make it to the finals this year. They really are. And that was with or without AB. So you're going to see, see them beating Seattle. I see Tom Brady beating Seattle again. Yes. In a new uniform. Tom Brady's going to come up short just like the Rays did. Well, you know what? The Rays were a surprise to be in the finals. So. But we'll get to that later. Next topic we have here is Washington wants to keep the name to the Washington football team. Well, at least up until 2021, so they're just going to be the football team for another entire year. Uh, I mean, I guess it's hard to come up with. I, I guess they don't want to do something like random. They want to have something meaningful that you know goes with Washington or Baltimore, Landover, wherever the hell they want to play. So I understand that, but man, they should have been working on that from before. I love the name. I kind of hope they keep it forever. I love the Washington football team name. I love how clean it looks. I think it looks nice. Why even change it? Why even look for a mascot or anything? I think just like football, uh, soccer teams have names just like that. They don't have mascots. They have teams representing their city or their state or country. It's true. But, I mean, it's it's something that you want. You want a mascot to your team, even though, I mean, well, my team doesn't have a mascot, and I don't mind it, but... You know, we're a team of a, a, a good legacy. They could still have a mascot, though. It's, you know, you don't necessarily have to, your team name or or whatever it is doesn't necessarily have to be the mascot. You can still have a mascot and keep the colors, keep it how it's, you know, how it looks. I, I, I love how it looks. I, I don't think it should be changed at all. Timmy, by the way, thank you for the comment about the shades. He said their nickname is the Hogs. Be the Hogs. So the Washington Hogs. There you go. I think you keep the Washington football team and just bring us a couple of hogs. We had a couple, you know. <laughs> could be, could be. I mean, we'll see what happens with that fiasco. Obviously, finally, they progressed to change that name. So I guess now they're just going to take their time with it. 
What do we got next, Melo? Next, we have for some more NFL talk. Another have- signing. Another receiver signing, too. Mm-hmm. And that receiver we haven't heard from in a while. And that's Des Bryant, former Dallas Cowboy and quick stint with the New Orleans Saints, where he unfortunately got hurt. And he's signing with the Baltimore Ravens, the team that gave him a, that wanted to give him a $21 million contract a couple years ago, and he declined. And then he, we all know the story about that. So do you think he's going to be effective? And do you think it's a better signing than AB? So if I had to put both of these guys together and I was given a choice, I'm the owner of a team, do I get Antonio Brown or do I get Dez? I'm going with Dez. I feel like he still has a lot to prove. He's a year younger than AB and he's not going to cause as many problems as Antonio Brown is. I feel like Antonio Brown is a problem after a problem after a problem that you never know. Dez's issue was just that he got hurt. Uh, when he was with the Saints, but if he had stayed, it would have been he would have been great. So I feel like, and he's starting right now in the practice squad, so he's gonna be able to get his reps in, make sure he's healthy. So they're not really losing much with signing Des. So I liked the Des signing. I would sign Des definitely over Antonio Brown. Did you say Des's only issue was that he got hurt with the Saints? Yeah, that was not his only issue. He was yes. not productive when he Dag Prescott came into the team. He was starting to fall off. Oh, the off. Dak that wasn't throwing to him, right? That was too busy throwing to, uh, what's this this guy that's in Buffalo now? Cooper? Look, Dak, as we see, is a, is a good, reliable quarterback. He was not clicking with Dez. And I'm not going to blame it on because Dak wasn't throwing the ball to him. It's just that De- Tony Romo Dez, looked perfectly fine with Dez. Dez wasn't being productive. Dez, you know, he was falling off. He wasn't playing as good as he used to. And he started complaining and chirping. And then he wanted a huge contract with his stats falling. I don't think so. If he would have been a productive wide receiver, Dak would have taken He was productive. And, they were, what, one... Depending on what you want to say, whether it was a catch or not, basically that one call away from you know going to the to the NFC Championship, possibly going to a Super Bowl, finally breaking that that long streak that they had without being there and winning. Man, I don't know where this fire's coming from, Melo. It's, I don't know if it's the title. I don't know if it said he has the glasses on. I don't know if it's because he's wearing Yankee gear. But if this man interrupts me one more time when I'm trying to give my debate, I am going to go on the other side of that table. It's the mimosas. I can, I can tell when you give Mimosa Poppy over here, but I'm putting my shades on. But his stats were already falling off. He wasn't as productive. And that those are facts. Yes, you can say Dak wasn't passing him the ball, but I feel Dez just wasn't giving it his all. That doesn't change the other question I asked. Do you think it's a better signing than AB? I am going to say yes. Wow. There's more upside to Dez because if you get Dez, if you you're gonna finally get um, Lamar Jackson, a good receiver that was a number one, he might be a number two now, but it's a guy who can get open. He's a big play player. Whereas, like I said earlier with Antonio Brown, we don't know what he's gonna bring to the team. And he, what option is he going to be? But we don't know because what Dez Tom, is going to bring to the team. Dez does, hasn't yeah, played in like right. two years. But it, I feel like it's less of a of a risk than with Antonio Brown. I don't think so. I think it's not less of a risk for player-wise. I feel A.B. is more conditioned. He's ready to play. It's just with A.B.'s uh, history of I mean, the last, I think if we get 
technical what they both have missed the same amount of time right i'll take i'll talk to you something about missing how about daniel jones missing that touchdown on his 80 yard plus run because that's how we're going to end this quarter for the last minute tell me how the invisible tackle how the assassin in the grass or the sniper on the field nobody around the 12th man on the field tackled your boy daniel jones let's start off with it was the fastest run by a quarterback all year number one faster than lamar jackson faster than anything that uh mahomey has done russell wilson definitely faster than tom brady has ever run in his entire life and he set him up to get a touchdown and they scored on that play so you know what dj did his job daniel jones did his job he got him in position to score scored and they went up and that's the end of the quarter daniel jones is a bum he's probably the worst quarterback in that division he can't even finish a touchdown all right Moving who's the quarterback the for the cowboys quarter. who's the quarterback 10 for the minutes on the clock nfl talk continues obj being hurt unfortunately he tore his acl is this going to impact the browns or is this better for baker it's crazy to think that the caliber of a player that Odell beckham is that him being off a team makes the team better i don't know what it is baker mayfield looked like a stud he looked like the guy that people were raving about his rookie year um it's just incredible. I, I couldn't believe it. He missed one pass in the second half after OBJ went down. Actually, no, after the interception, which is the play that OBJ went down on, he missed one pass. I think it was like 22 for 23, and that one pass that he missed was a spike. So it was intentional to stop the clock. So, maybe, man, I think it might be time for OBJ to, you know, get out of Cleveland, man. As strange as it made sound, I, you know, I don't think it, it should make them a better offense with someone like Odell Beckham Jr. being out of the field. He just brings so much to the team as far as his his athleticism and his big playability. He is the best receiver on that team. Uh, no disrespect to the juice, Jarvis Landry, who I think is the best possession, possession receiver on the team. You know, he, I can't imagine someone like Landry playing with Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers or something because he catches everything. But Odell Beckham Jr. being everything. off the team, I think might help Baker. As crazy as that might sound, for some reason, I think too many stars on that, on that team was really distract, distracting Baker from giving the ball where he wanted to give it, you know, and playing like he did his rookie year when he didn't have Odell Beckham. So we might see a better offense because Odell Beckham went down and if this is true then we will be seeing him in a different uniform next season do you think it's because Baker either can't handle the pressure of having a bigger star than him on the team or he wants to be that big star and with Odell Beckham on the team he can't be I don't think it's about him wanting to be the bigger star I feel that he he must feel that he has to throw it to the star of the team or, or that he needs to make everybody happy that it needs to be him and Odell like you know Peyton Manning and Marvin Harrison or Peyton Manning and Reggie Wayne or Tom Brady with Randy Moss I feel he was he's trying to make that connection happen but unfortunately they're just not clicking like Dak and Dez but in this situation Odell Beckham still has it I just think maybe he's not even being used properly who knows as crazy as that sounds so what would you think would be a good fit for him then if he comes back like the same player he is because 
tearing an ACL, there's no. He's, I think anywhere, whoever needs a receiver, get them. And if they match, they match. I, I just think Baker isn't working out, but you know, Odell, come back home. The Raiders York misses you. The Raiders, the Dol- come to the Dolphins, bro. Bring the juice. Bring the no, juice no, no. back. Home. All right, continuing with Odell Beckham, we're gonna go with. He's also banned from LSU. He's just having a rough week. Talk, you know, do you think he deserved it? Tell us what he did. I mean, I guess I see why. Even though, actually, I don't understand now. Because the whole reason of it was because they were saying that he was tampering. And, like, I guess giving athletes, like, guess money and stuff like that. He was giving money to them on the field after so, the national championship. Isn't it now okay for them to, like, brand themselves and get this money? Uh, I believe that at the time that it was happening, they weren't able to receive money. But it's different branding yourself and then receiving money from somebody else. Now the players are going mean, to be able to. Me personally, I don't see that as an issue. Like you're, I know what it feels like to be a college student. So do you. And you know, if someone's going to be like, "Hey, man, you did a great job. Here's a couple extra bucks." Like, they're trying to help you out, and I, I really don't see an issue with that. And I hate that it's become such a big deal with it. Uh, you know, at Law Square wrote a paper about these players being able to receive money and make money. Because if you think about it in other in another perspective, uh, athletes are the only people in college or students in college that weren't able to make money. Let's say you're a star musician at your school and you come out with a CD and you release it. You're still able to make your money and sell it and not lose your scholarship and not get fined and all these things not happen to you. So it's a little silly that the NCAA even had all these rules to begin with. But I always see it the same way. Just like in the or any any sport, you have a rule. As stupid as that rule may sound, you gotta follow it. So I understand why he's, he's banned for two years. Easy as that. One more thing with OBJ, continuing his bad week. This is more on the funny side, so we won't waste too much time on this. You know, he's not afraid of COVID. Why is he not afraid of COVID? Oh my God, Otto Beckham! Oh man, this man this had a week to remember. So he says <laughs> that COVID respects him, and COVID does not want to enter his body. There we go. <laughs> Cheers to that. Oh man, I can't. When he said that, I'm just like, come on, Otto. He sounds just like Zoltan, and what happened to Zoltan? Ended up getting COVID. Now I know what else to say about that, besides the fact that I love it. I love that quote. That was awesome. It was, it was something old Beckham would say. For giving me what he's about to do. Um, another topic, off the old Beckham Jr. talk, and onto the baddest mother effer in sports right now, in Trevor Lawrence, the potential. Jones. The potential first overall pick of the draft, the player that everyone is tanking for, even though there are some other quarterbacks in college football. Tell me, Melo, how do you take his comments about what he said? Well, right now, if the draft happened today, it looks like the New York Jets would be getting a new quarterback. If I am Trevor Lawrence, I'm going to do what another great quarterback did in New York. And that is bitch and wine until I get not on that team. And that is none other than Eli Manning. I would bitch and whine and be like, I don't want to play in, in for the Jets at least in New York. Don't want to play for them. Get me elsewhere. If not, hey, 
Clemson has a nice, uh, nice home for me, and I'll win another national championship with them. Look, from someone who has two on the team, and I'm not saying that I didn't want two on the team, I definitely would have been down to tank this year to get Trevor Lawrence. But now that we have two, I don't want to do that. But I feel Trevor Lawrence has that potential. He looks amazing. He has a prototypical size, look of a quarterback play. So I know every team is tanking for him. I completely understand why he does not want to go to the Jets. The Jets just don't seem like a good organization. For some reason, the New York Jets, the New York Knicks, these teams just can't seem to figure out what to do. I don't understand why you don't fire Adam Gase. Dolphins, That's... they have a worse team than last year. and He's over here saying, well, they look better in practice this year. Whatever. Uh, I love it. I love it. Just And they have no weapons. It's literally going to be him getting creamed every single time because anything, they have no weapons at all. I think there's teams out there who see who heard Trevor Lawrence comments about, you know, skipping the year to just get the first pick and go, I want that guy. But keeping the keeping uh, continuing talking about college football, Trevor Lawrence talk. What's up with the upsets this year? Man, there's been so many upsets. Besides, obviously, <laughs> Clemson, they obviously haven't been upset. But so many teams have been getting upset. Oklahoma, Ohio State, all these teams. And it's like, well, there's a factor to it. And it, it's got to be, you know, there's no practice. None of this. You're just going in. And, I mean, we don't have that much that problem really with football. But definitely with the, uh, with well, NFL is what I mean. But college football definitely has had that issue, and man, it's insane to think. I think it's open season, Melo. But like you said, it uh, due to COVID, it can be anybody's game any any given to, yeah. Saturday. And due to you know no practices, I feel it's I'm not gonna say it's been unfair to the players, but I, you just know it's harder. It's just you know just like in the NFL, a couple of those early wins, and now you're gonna see some losses. A lot of teams just at injuries. Also, the injuries that are going on. And you also have the teams that have to take off for like a week or two, like Florida, uh, FIU, because of them getting random, co- like people with COVID. And it's why I thought that college football should have not even happened this season. There's way too much of a risk. They're in contact with way too many. They're in contact with more people than NFL players, Major League Baseball, NBA players. Like you're in contact with students all over. The- you don't know where they're at. Yep. That tracing, there's not a real bubble there. So it's like you're asking for the season to fail, and it's been spontaneous. Absolutely. And with that, that's the end of the second quarter, and we move on to half. Well, before we go on, I want to go with some of these comments. We got Timmy here saying, nice hat. Thank you, Timmy. I know uh, A-Rod over there has his as well. And then when we went back to the Baker Mayfield, David said it's a bad fit. Baker doesn't have that pressure of getting the ball to OJ. It's exactly what you said. So maybe that's what it is, man. Either that or I feel like he wants to be, you know, the the big dog in in the dog pound. You know, everybody can't be a big dog. All right. Now we're on to halftime where, you know, oh, let me uh, serve myself another drink. Let's get this bad boy out because, you know, your first ever two-time half-time champion is here. You're going you're gonna to make me feel like CC right now. Just tilt the hat. <laughs> nah, the, the other side. There you go. The other tilt. Boom. 
So, um, how am I? Well, obviously, I had my lovely champagne. Thank you for this. By the way, great. shout out to everybody who voted. It's on this side. Boom. Got yeah, mine right there. Melo and I both voted together. Um, everybody go vote. It's really important. What, what was your answer for uh, number three? I, I, I didn't know what, what, what to put. <laughs> I, I remember walking past one and going, the answer's A for number four. You know what's so so? Some lady entered, looked at me like I was crazy. We enter the line together, right? And I go past him, and then the lady's like, we were right behind one another going into the little booth. And she's like, no, you got to go over there, and you over here, because I think you told her that we were together, right? And so then before, like, she was really close to me, she's like, oh, yeah, you, you can't talk to him while, you know, while, while you're voting. <laughs> do I look crazy? I don't understand. <laughs> and I was like, okay, like, what am I supposed to do? Cheat off it? <laughs> like, hey, who'd you vote for? <laughs> don't copy my answers. <laughs> do you have white out? I, I, I got to get this one right. Like, it was yeah, all silly. She like, didn't like me from the get. She saw, she saw what I was wearing and she didn't like me. It's the braids. All right, so... Melo, congratulations on being the halftime champion. You know, I'm not like Melo. I'm not bitter. I respect the man. He got me. He he won it back on on this weekend's UFC on live t- on live stream that a lot of people might have not. Where I was completely drunk and obliterated after I had taken ten shots total, and then he re- and he also I want to put it out there. I saw him. He did finish yes. the. Ghost pepper chips. I know we were supposed to take a photo of it, but we did, and it was a long day, a long You're night. Too drunk, <laughs> but he did. He finished them right in front of me, so I got him mad props. He did all those challenges. Didn't complain one time about it. So, thank you, Melo. Thank you for telling everybody that. Uh, and and he retained it this Monday, where it came down to the last game where it was Bears versus Rams, and we learned that the Bears seem to be imposters. With that being said, the Bears have, are a little sus. We have a new round of games, seven games, and I doubled down and I picked the Bears again this week <laughs> since they're imposters versus the Saints. Uh, we have the Chargers versus the Broncos, where Melo picks the Broncos. Uh, I have a good feeling about my rookie quarterback in Herbert, so hopefully he gets it. Steelers versus Baltimore. That's another big game that we're really looking forward to. Uh, Lamar Jackson, we were having a discussion last time. Imposters? You know, is is he just uh, up? We'll talk about that next week after this game. But Lamar Jackson is a really, you know, interesting player because he's so athletic and so good. But can he, you know, take the team to a championship level? Uh, Rams versus Miami. And Double down know, on the Rams again. We all know who Melo got. Melo got the Rams because I have, of course, Miami Dolphins. We also have a Monday night again, which is Buccaneers versus Giants. And I picked the Buccaneers, so you know because he sees he thinks he has the best quarterback in the league. So oh, with that, DJ is going to get it. DJ is going to get the job done. Everyone's going to be surprised. And then to make it a little more fun, we got some MLS games here today. Uh, for Saturday, the Halloween games, uh, Dallas versus Houston and Nashville versus Chicago. Those are the seven games. So you picked Chicago what... twice. Yeah, Chi Town. Chicago soccer team and the Chicago football team. Chi Town, Chi Town, man. It's a great city, by the way. Beautiful downtown area. That's where they uh, re- recorded or filmed Batman. Which Batman one? Begins and Dark Knight. I wasn't a fan That's of Gotham Batman city. Begins. Okay, well, the Batman series with Christopher the Nolan. The Dark Knight, yeah. 
serious sketch. All right. Uh, with uh, that being said, what would the champion want if he wins? If I win, we talked about, you know, trying to stay away from beer, trying to get a little healthier. So you know what? I must say I want a little. I didn't get it last time. I want a little. Hmm. I want a red wine, but wait. I want some. Here we go. Some little Pinot. Little Pinot Noir. Okay. Gotta keep it fancy. Alright. How about you? If you so happen to, you know, miraculously pull out a win, you know, like you did that first week, how, how, what, do you, what would you like to drink? I would like some croquetas. You want food? I want some croquetas. From? And I'm not going to stay from because I know we have busy schedules. But if you get Isla Canaria, croqueta, <laughs> then we got something cooking. But not to, don't get the fat ones if you go to, you know... Carlos Bakery, you know, don't get the big ones, it's the regular croquetas or Ila Canaria, whatever you want. No, Publix ones are pretty good. Then get whichever croquetas are more convenient. I already said which ones I, you know, I you like. Just want but croquetas. I said croquetas and a mame shake. So you could go to one place where they sell both or you could, but mame shake shakes. Cause I want you to sh I want you to have one too. Mame shakes and croqueta. I don't like mame. Really? I don't really like the fruit shakes like that. Unless like banana. That's what I would probably get. Oh my god. I don't like mame. I don't like guanabana. I don't like. Uh, well, unfortunately for you, you gotta try loose it. clarita shakes. I don't like well, any of those. You're gonna get two, and you're gonna have to drink it <laughs> because that's what the loser does, right? I listen. I had to eat a Dorito. Uh, I'm sorry, Dorito. I wish it was a Dorito, but <laughs> I had to eat those spicy chips. We're, this our halftime. There was never an agreement that you had to like it. It's whatever I like. So you're gonna have a mame shake, and you're gonna drink all of it, just like I. You know, I'm drinking. That's how it works around here. All right. Oh, so wait, speaking about those chips, Kenny asked, how was finishing those chips? Let's just say Melo took a bite from one and the man started coughing from one. So, so everybody out there can listen. I did not eat the whole bag because Melo had one chip because he wanted to try it. And he was coughing. It was awful. I don't recommend it. Even if you like spicy food, it's, I don't even know why, it's not even enjoyable. I had to eat that thing in parts. Literally, I, I would eat like four chips and then put it down and walk away. So it didn't feel good that night when I got home. I think I might still be sick from the chip bag, honestly. <laughs> How was it when it came out the other end? All right. And moving on to the, four, to the fourth. Well, listen to me. Moving on to the third quarter. Time starts now. Ten minutes on the clock. Mellow. Third quarter. NBA talk. Pat Riley says that this Laker championship is an asterisk. Well, correction. He was going to say that, and then he said, it's an asterisk on our team because we lost Dragic and Bam in game one. 
So it would have been a different series had they been healthy and played from the start. Uh, I love Pat. He's the godfather. But he sounded a little bit bitter there. And you know what? I agree with him. There's a major asterisk on this. They didn't have to play any tough team. Then they play us, and we lose two of our, our leading rebounder, assister, and, po- and point scorer. That's huge. The fact that we won two games says a lot, a testament to how tough our team is because any other team loses any two guys that are leading in those three categories, and they're not winning a damn game against LeBron James and Anthony Davis and the Lakers. So, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna agree with Pat Riley. I'm never gonna doubt the Godfather. There's a big asterisk on this Lakers victory. So, all you Lakers fans can celebrate as much as you want. They ain't no parade happening because. It don't count technically. Okay. There's not a bigger Heat fan in this house than me. As you can tell, I got white chocolate. Which, by the way, when we went to the mall today, we were trying to figure out Halloween costumes. And we saw some old school shirts, old school teams, you know, T Mac and the Raptors, Mike Bibby. Well, you gotta, you gotta say why. I, I, so we were looking at them, and I saw the Mike Bibby one. It was from the Grizzlies. And I was I'm like, I'm pausing the quarter so you can tell the story. I go to him, look, that's the real white chocolate. Mike Vivi, they ain't got no J. Will in here. It's all about Mike Vivian when he was in the Grizzlies. All right. So then I'm seeing on the top left, I, for, I can't it even It was remember. Penny Hardaway. Penny Hardaway because we saw Hardaway in the Magic jerseys. And then we saw Shaquille O'Neal in the Lakers. Mm-hmm. And I thought, man, if they had Shaq in the Magic, that would have been so dope. We could have been Penny and Shaq. And then I'm looking at the Penny ones and in the back. The back, back. You know, there was nine penny shirts. And in the back, there was two. Two <laughs> lonely Jason Williams Kings shirts. Because somebody put them back there because they were going to come to buy them later. And the J. Will shirts were going to be sold out. So shout out to my boy J. Will. Shout out to one of the goats, White Chocolate. Back to our podcast. Pat Riley was wrong with his comments. I am just not gonna find a bigger heat fan than me, but I disagree with him. I don't I don't feel it's fair to say there's an asterisk. Asterisks are when teams cheat, when they lost unfairly, you know, during the MLB steroids, you wanna say asterisk, sure, but you have to me that one team did not have steroids and the other one in this situation injuries are part of the game and i think about durability when it comes to a person and 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 how great they are that's a big deal ken griffey jr and mlb got hurt he you know at the end of his career he wasn't very durable now could that have been because he didn't take steroids sure who knows but the point is i put durability to a big standard and this heat team was not durable you know the dragon is prone to getting hurt and Boom, we saw it. He's 34, 35. He's, he's, all, he's up there in age, and he got hurt. So I don't like seeing the, the asterisk. Just like I'm not going to put an asterisk on, on the Warriors losing to the Raptors. But I will say it was an easy road for the Raptors winning at the end. But I'm not going to put an asterisk. You know, Kawhi Leonard deserved the title. He beat the team. You got to stay healthy. That's it. Just like we're not going to put an asterisk on the Warriors beating Cleveland when Kyrie and Kevin Love were hurt. 
that's it. That's that's basketball. There's no asterisk. You gotta stay healthy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Moving on to the next one. We have a lot of NBA talk, and I want to finish this quarter. Dream team versus redeem team. For all those of you who don't know, those are the names for the Olympic championship teams. Some of the best ones in the Olympics. In 1992, we had the dream team that just consisted of a dream set of players. It was the first time that we got like actual NBA players on our national team. And it was coached by the late, great Chuck Daly, who coached the Pistons back then. And then we had the redeem team in 2008. Where we finally, they're called the Redeem Team because a couple years before that, four years before that, we lost uh, in the Olympics. One of the most embarrassing, you know, losses for us. I think we came in third. We came in third bronze. Uh, and this was coached by Mike Krzyzewski, the uh, Duke coach that a lot of players love. He, he doesn't coach want to coach K. in the NBA. So tell me, Redeem Team or Dream Team? This shouldn't even be a debate. The dream team. You just go through one through, what is it, 12, one through 15. That team was stacked. It was incredible. You can look at all those guys, all but like what? One of them isn't a Hall of Famer. It's incredible. I can look at the 2008 redeem team, and there's a couple guys there that are not going to make the Hall of Fame, unfortunately, even as good as they were. And if you put both of those teams to face each other, the dream team is going to school them and just make them look like a bunch of children. Okay. I'm going to school Melo right now on who would win this game. And the winner of this game will be, and it's in your dreams, the redeem team. And I'm going to tell you why, plain and simple, one man is in that team, and his name is Dwayne Wade. Dwayne Wade is the reason why the Redeem team is the better team. When you put players like Kobe Bryant, LeBron James, Carmelo Anthony, Dwight Howard at that time, who was a big, big all-star, Chris Paul, Darren Williams, who was a great player at that time also, Chris Bosch. That is just greatness. Dwayne Wade was a stud. So if people want to say, oh, the other team had Michael Jordan, this team had Dwayne Wade, who at that time was probably one of the best players in the world. And then you ask someone like LeBron James who will cover Michael Jordan, Dwayne Wade's going to go crazy. And then you have the killer in Kobe Bryant. It's the Redeem team. It is the Redeem team. There's I'm not no going to say the Dream team. Now, do I think the Dream team has the better bench? I think the so. The Dream team has the better everything. I'm sorry. I don't, I don't think, think so. so. There's no way you're going to You're not Car- a real Car- Heat fan. Carlos Boozer? No, I love, you're right. Dwayne Wade is, would be great. Christian Leitner? I'm sorry. That's it. You had David Robinson, Patrick Larry Ewing, Bird Larry Bird. was 89 years old. Larry Bird was still making jump shots. He had no knees. You had Scotty. You had Michael. You had Clyde the Glide. Carl Malone, the mailman. John Stockton. Chris Mullins, Kobe Bryant, Charles Barkley, Magic LeBron Johnson. James, you, can you can't, that, those guys in their 30s are better than Chris Paul. Then no, they're not. Michael Red, Carlos Boozer, oh Tayshawn Prince. Come I on, already, man. Chris Mullins. No way. I can say. I, I can say. The Chris Mullins an NBA champion. Say. Chris Mullins. He's an NBA champion. Okay. Redeem team beats the dream team. They do not. I'm, that's all right. Pure well, moving on to the next topic, we have uh, Danny Green's comments about 
the season starting in December and LeBron and some players taking it off. What do you think? First off, when I saw this, and it was Danny Green saying it, Danny Green needs to, please, please, Danny Green. There's no way that you're going to tell me these guys aren't going to want to start playing. Well, no. So the comments were that if the NBA started in December, that nobody would want to play. I'm sorry. Did you guys not get four months off of not doing anything until you went to go play basketball again for two months? Do you need more time? There's no way you're going to tell me that you guys shouldn't have to play in December when it's going to be a shortened season again. You're not playing a whole entire 82 games again. So to me, it was nonsense that he was saying this. All right. I don't think it's nonsense. I feel starting in December is very soon after everything that's been going on. So I disagree with you. I understand if LeBron James and some of these champions want to take a couple of time off. Oh, of course, because LeBron James needs all the time off he, he wants, right? So Give could, him a whole year off to play. Kawhi Leonard, so could everyone, right? Don't they? Isn't that the new thing now? Everyone takes time off. LeBron is so durable, so I don't know why you're talking about the smack about him. Okay. Uh, I, think, I think Danny Green has a point. I feel you should, you know, start at mid-January. That's more realistic. Start well, at mid-January. They took four months off. There's no reason to have an additional more time. Why? Because they want to celebrate more? Okay, go no, ahead and celebrate your cheap players, win, and that's it. The, their bodies, you're not just on, off, on, off, on, off. I know they're athletes, but you're expecting... You're expecting LeBron James looked perfectly much. fine going to eight finals in a row. All right, before we end this quarter, we're going to do Rondo to Clippers. What do you think? How does that sound? You think it'll happen? How does that sound? I still don't think it's going to change the fact that, I mean... What is it? Kawhi and PG are going to be the ball handlers. I, yeah, Rondo's going to be a great presence for them, but does it make a difference? Not really to me. I don't think it's going to make a difference. I think it's they're only doing it to make the Lakers worse. Yeah. Uh, will it make the Clippers better? Absolutely. You know, from Patrick Beverly to Rondo, you're going to have a way better player, but it's not going to make a difference because the core players for the Lakers are LeBron James and Anthony Davis. Will they miss Rondo? Yes. Rondo was the number three most effective player in the playoffs for sure. It takes, you know, some of the work off of LeBron James when it comes to point guard, having some with a high IQ. Will they make some very clutch shots? Yeah, of course. Uh, but when there's people around, let's see what happens. Uh, so I'm going to say it will make the Clippers better, but mostly because it's taking a great player away from the Clippers, uh, from the Lakers. I'm sorry. I think I agree with you there. I think they, it's not essentially they get so much better. It's just the Lakers get just that much worse. Yeah. All right. So that's the end of the quarter. The, what are you doing, Melo? <laughs> Melo's having too much of his mimosas. Mimosa Pappy's in the building. You're lucky I don't start dancing bachata over here for a second. Like, Oh, Dominicano? Hey. hey. All right. So let's put. Let's do the last quarter, 12 minutes. We have a lot of things to, you know, we have a couple of things carry on. Last quarter is going to be 12 minutes. Ready? Go. We're going to start off with four. the Oh, four. Damn, you're right. Throw the fours up, baby. Man, I got OT in my mind, but I got to stay focused for the fourth quarter. Uh, 
We're going to do some MLB talk this quarter, but before we do that, I want to finish our NBA talk. Stan Van Gundy and Amari Stoudemire. We have Stan Van Gundy being hired by the Pelicans, and we have Amari Stoudemire getting hired by the New Jersey, I'm sorry, by the Brooklyn Nets. Mimosa pop. Mimosa. So I'll start it off. I One, Stan Van Gundy's not even the better of the Van Gundys. And number two, wow, is this man still getting jobs? Like, I understand what he did with the Heat. He did great, but everywhere else, the man has not gotten it done. So I don't know how he's still getting more opportunities. It's mind-boggling to me. It's a brotherhood, man. It's all it is. Because I agree with you. I don't understand why Sam. I feel like, like him and Mike D'Antoni should not get a job anywhere else. Go be commentators. I, look, I think Stan Van Gundy is a great coach for young players. We've seen him do it with the Heat. We've seen him do it with other teams. But you want a guy to take it to the championship, you know? Mm-hmm. To you know, to give you that playoff pedigree. I don't see it either, Melo. I don't see it. Maybe he can be an assistant uh, yes, coach. Yeah, exactly. But head coach? I agree. No. I but feel like he's had his chances. And What about Amari? Amari I mean, out of my Kyrie experience. and Durant said it. <laughs> they don't need coaches. So, you know, they're going to add me and Melo to the eight. <laughs> Brooklyn Nets, me and Melo would love to be coaches. We'll be great assistant coaches. I think it's ridiculous to get Amari time as a coach. I mean, hey, Amari, Ward, get your job, make your paper. But I don't see why you sign him. I, I don't see it. They're really they're really going with the we don't need coaches. I'll tell you exactly why you sign him. Because he was part of one of the most explosive offenses of all time with Steve Nash in Phoenix. Steve Nash is the head coach. So why not bring this play to to, to Brooklyn? Why not just like Stan Bang? I'm sorry, just like <laughs> Dan Tony, and then you kill two birds. Because no one wants that man. That man does not right. need a job anywhere. Moving on to the... <laughs> I love the Amari signing, by the way. Watch out, Brooklyn Nets, baby. KD, Kyrie, they're coming. They're going to be knocking on the East door. They're going to be taking it to... The Lakers ain't getting to the right, championship. Right, right, so you already right, know what's going to happen. KD, enough. the GOAT. Sticking with the Brooklyn Nets, we're going to have some KD quotes over here. And KD decided to say that Kyrie is better than AI. What's that? What's the issue? Melo, what do you think? Kenny saying Redeem Team is the better player. Oh, Redeem. We have Redeem Team more athletic. They would have ran up and down on the Dream Team. Way led the team in points per came off the bench. I, look at that. We have everyone. I'm, I'm assuming all, all you guys, all you guys team, have not team, seen Redeem any team. of those guys play. Y'all must have be must have graduated after the 09s. Must have no, been like 2014. No, my boy, my boy D did not. D's D's like us. You don't know what you're talking about. Come on, tell me. What do you think about KD's comments? I mean, I don't I don't see where he's wrong. How how can you say Kyrie? One is has a, a championship, the other one. His most infamous moment, he has got what two? One has a Michael Jordan because he walked over Tyron Lue. One has a championship because of LeBron James. If AI and LeBron would have been the same team, LeBron would have had eight championships. Not one, not two, not three, not four. AI could take a team with only Matumble to the finals. Kyrie Irving can't even do that with the Celtics, who have Jason Tatum, who have Jalen Brown, who had Al Horford, who had all these stars. First off, hey, who had you Hayward. need to stop no. that narrative. 
you need to stop this Al Horford narrative because it is pissing me off that you continue to think that he's good. He's a good, productive player in the NBA. No, not in Atlanta. AI made it to the finals. He had Eric Snow. Hey, just Eric like, Snow. we're talking about durability and AI stays durable. He was healthy. He didn't get hurt. He led his team to the finals. I'm going to repeat it one more time. Kyrie will never lead a team to the finals. He's going to have to sit on KD so KD can lead them to a finals. Kyrie will never be the superstar of a team. Kyrie will never be the reason why a team makes it to a finals. If it was not for no. Kyrie, LeBron James would have never beat the Golden State Warriors. Now, let's look at this team that you want to crap on so much. They had Rajah Bell. They had an injured Speedy Claxton. Who are you talking about? The, the 76ers. Yeah, when they know. went to the finals. But AI was the goal. AI was the player that they team. They had AI. They yes. had Dikembe Matumbo. And they had... Er- this man gets no respect. Eric Snow put some respect on that man's name. He was gritty out there. You, Melo, honestly, dude, you are nuts. I'm, I, I understand why you picked the Dream Team because they did have goats, but I will never understand how you're saying that Kyrie is a better player than AI. And KD, He's a better player because he knows when to pass it. He knows when to score. Get on your Twitter fingers. Get on your fake Twitter accounts and talk that stuff. Don't be saying that on your podcast because people are going to stop tuning in. Please Stop saying that. I don't know people are going to stop tuning in on us. Agree, agree, agree with the line. Agree with the line. Look at this. I want to put some money down the Brooklyn Nets, baby. They're winning the whole thing next year. You're crazy. Kevin Durant, MVP. Wow. Danny, tuning in from Vegas. Appreciate you, man. Good luck. I hope. I think he's playing flag out there. Stay safe so out good there. Good luck. Stay safe. Uh, but like everyone is saying, man, we got AI is the better player. Moving on to the next He's topic. a better player, but he's never won it. He's never won the big, the big yes, game. Sorry. Have, okay, moving on to the next one. Last thing. Okay, NBA players love talking this crazy stuff. We got Dame creates Desper, the perfect player. Tell me, tell me, about it. tell me what he did. He had he created his own creative player, and he put all these skill sets together. Yes, Dame Dalla. So basically, Dame time. I love that. Dame time. They asked him, "What three attributes do you take from anyone in the history of the game?" So he said he would take Jordan's athleticism. LeBron's durability and Kevin Durant's size slash skill set. Gotta make my own drink. Oh, it's the last. Oh, fuck. So, do you agree with uh, Damon Lillard's narrative of these three attributes? Jordan athleticism, LeBron's durability, and Durant's size and skill set. I don't understand by Michael Jordan's athleticism. I don't get that one. I'm gonna I'm gonna say that's maybe like his drive and like never giving up. Like even if when he was no wasn't I'm a taking, flu I'm when taking, he was poisoned. I'm taking LeBron's athleticism and LeBron's durability. That makes no LeBron is the most LeBron is the most athletic basketball player of all time. If you want to tell me you want to take is naturally talented. If you if you tell me you want to take yes. Michael Jordan's attitude or Michael Jordan's passion, you're sure. right because LeBron is a weak minded player. Sure. I'll say Michael Jordan's passion, Michael Jordan's, I don't even want to say clutchness, but I'll say clutchness. 
Michael Jordan's attitude towards the game, sure, I'll do that. Michael Jordan's hunger, but LeBron is hungry too for these championships. I just don't understand what the athleticism. Michael, LeBron is more athletic. Le- LeBron than can't Jordan. stay put in one area because if not, you know, well, because LeBron he's never gonna win again. You, LeBron can't stay in one area. That makes LeBron even greater than Michael Jordan. It's it, it doesn't. It just shows that he's know, not loyal. Michael Jordan is he's that's not the, loyal. That's, that's all the, that proves. That's the easy way out. Michael Jordan. That's the easy way out because Michael Jordan stays with the same great players. The amazing Hall of Fame coach and wins championships. That's what are you talking did. about? He transitioned from what is it, Bill Paxton to Steve Kerr. He had different people. He had Luke Longley at one point. Yeah, he, he, had, a, he had guys. He really, had a GM. It was only what? It was only guys that really. He had a GM that got no respect. The one that were hating him in the Bulls. They were hating on that GM, even though he was winning them championships. And, you know, Jerry, Jerry Krause was getting no respect and they were hating him. Understandably, I understand he was a hard figure, but Jerry Krause was a smart GM who always got players for Jordan. So I'm going to go here with what David said. I'm talking about LeBron. He is the best natural athlete. I feel like James is a specimen on that. Yes, he's incredible. And it just came to him. He was gifted. I don't know who, you know. His mom sold her soul to, or what it was. Where's LeBron James's dad? No one knows. I'm gonna say, if I'm Damon Luther, I agree with him. You have to have LeBron's durability because that man is taking care of his body like no one else. I feel like in history, besides maybe T.O., but even then, LeBron, LeBron is doing it still a little bit better. I don't know what happened to Alain. I'm hoping he's coming back. Um, <laughs> so I'll just continue going. So now Kevin Durant's skill set and size, absolutely. The man is seven feet tall, and you know he can shoot a basket, he can dunk it, he could post people up. Oh, he's back here, you know. That was he, so embarrassing. I, I thought you, I thought you were leaving to another podcast like LeBron James it's does just, everywhere. It's just that you were talking so much nonsense. I had to step off for a second. Oh, that's what it was. Again, like I said, I thought you were gonna do LeBron James and go elsewhere because you know that's all he does to win. All right. And then yes, I'm gonna say Jordan. By the way, LeBron is a Yankee fan, so shout out to LeBron. Oh, is he? Because. I think when the Cleveland Indians were in the, why is, the World Series, why, it's like, why let's do, go Indians. Why is there always let's so much Indians. hate for LeBron? You know, we got to have David on the podcast one of these days. You're right. Look so at that. he can Jordan over LeBron. We're going to have a, we're going to have a debate pretty soon. And we're going to have David come on this podcast and talk about this Jordan LeBron debate. Uh, oh, Kevin Love. At one point, people thought he had a, another super team because he had Dwayne Wade. Kevin Love was he the only person. Isaiah Kevin Thomas. Love is the only he person. Had Kevin Love. He You're going to have me raise my voice. He had, who was it else? I, I saw this team the other day and I was, I forgot when people were thinking. He had Derrick Rose. He had so many people on the team. So don't say he didn't bring anybody. He brought plenty Kevin of people to Kevin Love is work. the only person he brought in. Okay, to finish the podcast, because we only have a couple minutes left, let's talk about uh, Major League Baseball, the World Series, LA winning, being Tampa Bay Devil Rays. Congrats to the Dodgers. Congrats to the Dodgers. LA's just winning. Man, Tinseltown's become Title Town because they got a Lakers championship and they got a Dodgers championship. Shout out to Kershaw finally getting a ring, you know, overcoming it. I'm not going to say there was no asterisk when they earned that championship. There's no asterisk. For me, like I said, asterisk unless somebody continued to season. Every team agreed. You had what you have, and, you know, there was a championship. And there's, for me, there's not an asterisk at all. So then let's talk about this controversy, game six. We'll get to Blake uh, in a little bit. But no, I want to talk about Justin Turner. In the middle of the game, he gets pulled. No one knows why. Then at the end of the game, they announced that he tested positive for COVID. 
they took him out of the game. So they were what? When did he get taken out? Like the fifth or sixth inning, something like that? They played more than half of a game with a guy who tested positive for COVID. How is that possible? Look, in my opinion, this was all conspiracy. For sure, MLB, the commissioner, they all knew he tested positive. But think about it. If they come out and say that that Turner has COVID, they got to test everyone. They got to postpone the games. You got all those commercial ads. You got all the, you know, all the time, all the money. You pretend like it was a miss. You know, what was it? They, Nate, they said it was a... So they sent the test to the lab and then it came back inconclusive. Inconclusive. Come on. And then they tested again and they decided, hey, yeah, go ahead and let's start the game. And then they get the result that it's positive. That's too much money. Uh, they said, screw it. And they were praying that the Dodgers were winning. Or could it be that, or could it be that maybe the MLB wanted the Dodgers to win and they didn't want to, you know, cost them any chance? Because it's not like Justin Turner is a bum. He's a he's a key role in that in that lineup. I don't think it's about them winning. I think it's about if Josh Turner think about it, if if Turner has COVID, that means you have to test both teams and you have to postpone the games. It's not about the Dodgers winning. You're right, but then okay, let's say the games get postponed. Right? Let's say it gets postponed for three days. If Justin Turner, Mookie, um Kenny Jebson, Clayton Kershaw all get COVID. Or get or were infected, right? What happens then? The Dodgers are without all their key guys, and now you're looking at an easy championship, which maybe they, they don't want. want but the because, thing is, they don't want to postpone anything. That's what, they, they don't. They don't just. They don't want to postpone it. They don't want to do anything. No, you're absolutely right because the after they won, uh, what is it? Manford basically said that they wanted to get the season over with. Exactly. So, but I, I don't, is that fair to the Rays though? You basically endangered not only the people in the Dodgers organization, but also the Rays players. If I was a Rays player, I'd be, I'd be upset. I'm like, yo, if I got to third base and this man had COVID and I got it because of him, oh, yo, I'd be livid. I would be livid. I, you know, yeah, I agree. But let's, um, I thought it was hilarious himself. It was just, oh, oh, well, and then that's the other thing. They take, but then when they're celebrating, he's on. To take his mask off, and he decides to sit next to his coach, his manager, who was secure, was had Hodgkin, Hodgkin's lymphoma, which is huge. Hello, hello. Are you? Is it just me or you too? No, it's me too. He says having trouble if you're on Wi-Fi. Yeah, with the internet, that's what it's on. Hmm. With the internet. Well, I'm still on, I think. But I can't hear myself. But hello, hello. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm still live. So sorry, we're having technical difficulties. I believe uh, it's loading for Mello, uh, the Wi-Fi. But you know,
we apologize about that guys we had uh, some sort of mishap here i think it was with the internet connection <laughs> um i forgot what we were just oh justin turner oh yeah so i'm not sure if you heard me but he was sitting next to his coach taking the picture and was manager and the manager had just like recently or previously had had hodgkin's lymphoma he was cured of it but that's still he's at risk so you're risking even your manager's uh livelihood that to me is not was not cool at all when i saw that yeah it was funny like he got pulled but afterwards like i get it you're happy you want to celebrate but you have to be considerate of other people and i feel like that's what's missing from a lot of people nowadays they're not seeing that they have to be considerate of other people very very strange situation metal honestly i agree with you this is something that we're going to agree on i i really understand uh, the mlb needs to explain but they're not going to they got the season over with we're gonna speed up to start the next season to money because that's what all that matters. But uh, we were talking, we pulled, we're gonna bring up the next topic, which was Tampa Bay pulling Snell. Uh, so. uh, in the sixth uh, inning, they were up still. It didn't, it, to me, it didn't make any sense. You had nothing was, to lose. He had a shutout with a two hitter and they pull him. He had 97 pitch, uh, 70, sorry, 70 something pitches. And they pull him. I don't understand. For me, when teams do this in the World Series, I don't get it. I understand maybe during the season, you're trying to take care of players. But he's not even a player who should be, you know, be taken care of like this. I don't understand. It's very confusing to me why they did this. But clearly, it was detrimental to them because they lost the game. And it wasn't a smart decision by the coach. Um, I think you got to go with it like the Cubs did when they won the World Series. If you're on the brink of elimination, you got to throw everything out there. Don't leave anything left undone. If he's throwing a two-hitter, he hasn't allowed a run. He had what? Yeah, exactly. Two hits. And it was what the, the one that took him out was a double. Like, it doesn't matter. He's been your best guy in that whole game. He's keeping you in the game. You got to keep him in there. If you pull him, you don't want to risk that then your other guys, your bullpen, screws you over. And that's what happened. I agree with it. You know, it's a bad decision by the coach. But shout out to the Tampa Bay Devil Rays, uh, the Tampa Bay Rays for making it this far in the final. Nobody thought they were it was gonna happen. But you know, in baseball, that's what I love about baseball. You know, you do things like this. Last topic, we have one minute left in the quarter. We've gone over. Uh, Lewis Hamilton, Formula One racer for the Mercedes team, beats the record, has 92 wins of all time. Um, I've got a metal hooked on Formula One, and just Lewis Hamilton is the goat of his sport he is the michael jordan of formula one he's the he's the michael jordan he's the tom brady Mm -hmm. and he's the barry bonds no i'm kidding (laughs) who is the that's the discussion who's the goat of baseball we're gonna keep going babe ruth it's such a sticky subject but that's gonna be a debate for another time that's a good debate for another time uh what do you think? Because that's it. That's our last topic, you know? Well, one, congrats to Lewis Hamilton for breaking that record. I feel like he's just going to surpass this now and make it himself because that Mercedes-Benz team is is ridiculous. The money they have to spend on these cars is outrageous, and they're just going to keep winning and winning and winning and winning. So as long as he uh, he stays healthy and does that, doesn't get in his fight with his own teammates, <laughs> yo, that man is going to be set. And I got something to say to you. Quarter four is over, and oh wait, huh, Steve Banner. Yeah, that's what I said. Uh, Steve, when I gave him the glasses, I said, "Oh, those are the, those are our angry Brett glasses." 
No, never. These aren't pink like Bret Hart. But yeah, that's the end of the fourth quarter. Your mustache is crooked. <laughs> Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Uh, I appreciate it. We love all of you guys. Thank you so much. Normally, well, normally during this time, every other show, you go back. This is the overtime segment. segment. But again, like we said earlier in the show, overtime is going to have its own show today. And that is because we are doing our special horror Halloween bracket so that we can crown the greatest horror Halloween movie of all time here on the Four Quarter Show. So that will begin at 8.30. You do not want to miss that because like overtime... It's always great to watch and hear and debate. And we also want to hear your opinions. If you think that we're wrong for not having one advance or the other, we want to hear what you got to say, too. Yep. And uh, we also want to know what you guys think about uh, for specials. If uh, we did for the last special, we were next to each other. Uh, we, I, we haven't decided what we're going to do on the Halloween one. Yes. Yeah, so you like be- this format better or how we did the UFC special. We were right next to each other. One camera, one mic. Just yep. going at it. But thank you so much for everybody reaching out. We love you fans. We always love you guys. So if you guys ever want to tune in, even get on the show, we welcome any all of our guests. So love you. See you soon. We'll be on, on Tuesday again. Uh, sorry for not going on last Tuesday. I had a couple issues. But this Tuesday, we're going to be on. 8 o'clock as always. 8, 8.30. It's going to be, our, it's gonna be an elect- during election night. So we might yes. even break the news of who is the president yes. at the time of the show. Hopefully, I mean, according with the mail-in ballots, there might be some Look, issues. But well spoke. Said this format is better. Done. <laughs> All right, guys. Well thank you so much. Uh, we'll see you on the next episode, which is going to be our OT special in one hour. OT, OT. There's not much love when you get to OT. <laughs> All right, later, like I said, everybody. you're not going to miss it. Air out. Jeter. Peace. DJ.